You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Ratchet Ramblings presented to you by Flawless Noises Media. Your favorite trio is reunited back once again. I am one third of that trio, Jeremy, aka Black Dante on Twitter, aka Sir Brigitte Knees, aka Nigga Ray Cyrus, aka the Baby Stan account. And I'm joined by my friends, some of the closest and wonderful people that I know, and my co host. Gas me up, big knees out. You know, everybody. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back after a week off. I hope y'all miss me. Um, but probably not for long because I'm about to be a piece of shit. And so y'all gonna be like, damn, take another break, bitch. Uh, but you know me, it's <laughs> it's Candace, and um, I'm not so newlywed PC on all platforms, formerly known as London's mom. And some other shit. Um, but I hope you're ready to get into some very ancient shit in this episode. But before we do that, come on through, Beyonce. What's up, y'all? Curtis Domenis, aka Trillificent, on all social media. And I don't feel like doing the other AKAs. Uh, I don't think there's much that we need to dilly-dally on. So we got two shows again this week. We're probably only going to have the two for the next few weeks until Black Ink Crew Chicago comes back, which I think is in two weeks? Two or three weeks. I think it it starts the week of the 5th or something like like June 7th or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, But that's fine. Y'all have maybe shorter shows while we only cover the two. And We'll figure out what we want to do from there, but it's cool. So we're going to start with Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Season 8, Episode 9. You flew here, I grew here, which, bitch, fuck you for that. <laughs> I can't wait till we get to that. Because, <laughs> bitch. Girl. So we start off, we still in, in the fucking woods in this damn cabin. Sierra and BK crying because she just admitted that she has cheated on him. I, I guess I was just like yeah. okay um and I just I don't know like this whole your relationship can survive a little infidelity thing that Kirk and Rashida's always preaching on to everybody I don't like it like how why are y'all taking advice from from two muff from motherfuckers that barely are getting over an outside baby <laughs> something that happened not even a whole five years ago. Like, why are y'all taking relationship advice from them? Because they keep getting back together. What does that teach you? What are you what lesson are you taking from that? What lesson are you as a woman taking from watching Rashida be made a fool of year after year after year? First of all, I ain't taking no goddamn advice from a nigga that looked like Kurt. That's number one. Well, that's true. And number two, I just want to say fuck you, Rashida, because don't nobody believe you cheated on that ugly ass nigga. You too much of a basic bitch to be doing that. Fuck you, Rashida. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> you are not a boss, bitch, Rashida. You are you a stupid bitch, Rashida. I'm sorry. Damn. No, I'm not sorry. Fuck you. I'm sorry. That shit just pissed me off all over again. My bad, Curtis. Continue. Damn. <laughs> Listen, I appreciate people playing my goddamn face. Clearly, <laughs> the knees over there turning red. <laughs> goddamn, quivering with anger. <laughs> Jesus. He got what energy? Damn. Watch your fucking mouth, <laughs> That motherfucker, the fluid in them knees heated up. <laughs> <laughs> motherfucker, whole body on fire. Yeah, he turned oh. into the knee hulk. Only his knees. Oh, out. Hey, he turned green. That motherfucker finna knee Kirk right his dick. <laughs> he finna Hulk smash him in the dick over this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, it's first of all, it. first of all, Mona, I'm so tired of you uh, staging motherfucking cabins, knowing y'all at a Tyler Perry studio. <laughs> y'all keep playing in our fucking face like I can't see the tags on the throw pillows and shit <laughs> fuck you bitch and secondly as a married woman um, I don't understand Rashida I don't want to understand a woman or a wife or a mother like Rashida so much of her is toxic and so much of her is internalized misogyny because mm. she really um, has not ever sat in the fact that her husband has cheated on her publicly, like on national TV several times, one resulting in an outside baby. And you talking about a testament to doing the work and staying together. There's no work to do when a man has an outside baby on you. And I will continue to remind you, Rashida, that he DNA tested your baby, your youngest son, and he did not want to have a DNA test on Jasmine's baby. That should tell you a whole fucking lot about the relationship he and Jasmine were having. It was not a one night stand. It was not casual. Mm. Mm. That was his <clears throat> girlfriend, and you was his side wife. Mm, mm, you hate to you see was it. the bitch. You was the bitch on the side. Jasmine was the main thing. Like, and I'm like I said, every episode where you try to get some fuck ass relationship marital advice, I'm gonna run the bean footage for you. Yeah, because you should not be giving no fucking advice because Kurt was carrying on a whole fucking relationship and was sick of you. Mm, mm. He had Jasmine living in the same apartment building as you, driving y'all cars that your my bubba gum money paid for. Ain't nobody doing on that bubble gum girl. That's why you're over there miserable. <laughs> you yeah. ass man. Like, listen, you gotta shut up. You and Kurt gotta shut up. You y'all gotta shut the fuck up. Y'all are not bright, brilliant. What y'all doing is not exotic or new. Or y'all two dummy motherfuckers who too cheap, too lazy to split y'all assets up because it's not a prenup in place. So it's just cheaper to keep each other. Mm. That's what I need y'all to be honest about. Mm -hmm. Everything that y'all have built, y'all built together. 
This ain't no Wendy Williams type shit. Um, and y'all can't afford to be without each other. Y'all gonna fight to the death over all them cheap ass uh, Forever 21s with overpriced clothes that y'all call pressed. Mm. And we know it. Pressed ain't nothing but a motherfucking overpriced Forever 21. Yeah. It's like you see the trends had a surplus. Yeah, we know what the fuck going on. Y'all ain't trying to fight to the death of them motherfucking cheap ass clothes stores. Girl. See, I, we had our infidelities. Like I said at the beginning of the season, when we saw the previews, you ain't never cheated on Kirk a day in your motherfucking life, but it feels good to try to save face, I guess, bitch. Because the nigga that you cheated with probably would have been came for it for a check. Right. Listen. You ain't cheated on no motherfucking body, bitch. And I'm tired of you playing in my face. You and them sideburns and every fucking thing else. I just need you to go sit down and I need you to take Mr. Hanky the Christmas pool with you. Okay? Because he can't even go pick up his motherfucking son because you intimidated by Jasmine. Because you know that was his you know that was his girlfriend and you know his dick might fall back off into her again if they get some alone time. She can't even, he can't even text Jasmine. So, girl, fuck you. Also, how much Beijing do BK Brasco use to fill in that motherfucking shape up? He must be oh, world supply. He got every motherfucking canister of Beijing that's available on the market and the black market. Mm. What the fuck is wrong with you? You I don't ever, listen, stay away from me. You look like the type of fuck somebody pillows up on their couch. Mm, I was about to say soul glow. Mm. Oh my god! Ugh. It, Sierra, Tierra, bitch. I don't know your name. I don't care. <laughs> you was getting DM dick. Swag, 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 swag. I know the feeling. <laughs> <Married it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it be some good dick in them DMs. I'ma tell you. Mm-hmm. Hey, oh, London. <laughs> you are doing Y'all thought I was finna be shady, but uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I want to know, Candace, I swear. I swear. Going down in the deep. Well, oh, shit, apparently. That was Sierra theme song, too, apparently. Which begs the question if you was cheating back then, girl, why the fuck you mad? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> What yeah, I point? just I think it's the fact that it's not his first rodeo with the shit. And but it, I mean, but like you said, like if you first of all, bitch, if you don't get if you didn't get caught, you never really cheated. That's my mm. first thing. You should have never said nothing. You should should have just act like he was the criminal. Right? Bitch, deny, deny, deny. That's what I'm saying. Bitch is a bozo. <laughs> bitch, I listen. If you never really get cheated, did the tree really fall in the woods, bitch? If you never got caught, what's going on? Get yourself together. I mean, if if you never got caught, but I didn't... too, I too would cheat on a nigga with a relaxer. Because BK definitely do got a a, a just for me in his goddamn head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, S girl. But yeah, Jeremy, I didn't understand all the angst and being mad. Y'all was cheating together. <laughs> A right. couple that cheats together stays together. Listen, y'all fucking up the game. Go get your little side dick. Come back home, act like shit all good. Okay. Y'all not married. 
Listen, y'all was fucking around when you was married. I really don't understand a big deal with none of this shit. You was married. He was fucking other bitches. You got divorced. He was fucking other bitches. You started getting DM dick. You oh, fucking other bitches. What's the, what's the problem? Right. I don't understand what the problem is. Shit, sound like y'all were leading to me. So what the fuck is y'all doing? Right. Like it's it's clear that neither one of y'all want a traditional relationship. Why don't you just yeah. own it? Yeah, just have an open relationship and call it a fucking day and make sure that you put some stipulations on it in terms of y'all health and getting tested and using proper protection. But like Curtis is saying, y'all don't want a traditional relationship. So why are we acting as if you do? You don't. Right. Up in a fucking cabin crying with fucking Kirk and Rashid. I know you fucking lying to me. The, I'm, the real question I want to know is, is you still fucking shooter? That. That. And if not, blame you if you was honestly. I was about to say, if you ain't, you a dummy <laughs> for not only getting some getting some dick, but also getting that nigga a check because y'all still got a co-parent. Real recognize, real okay. <laughs> a word, Jeremy. A word. Thank you, friend. <clears throat> well. So this shit with Carly at the cabin. <sighs> Another bozo. Well, I mean, she been a bozo. So yeah, that's true. For many years. <laughs> many emphasis on many. Yeah, I was just about to say, and as Pooh strangely wanted us all to know or confirm what we already knew to be true, a forty-five year bozo. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck is her problem i don't she mad she is she no and we've talked about this on not so newlyweds before she's never unpacked her baggage Mm -hmm. she has literally gone from situation to situation carrying all her baggage never went and sat in nobody's chair to unpack it and get professional help and now she lashing at this man for doing what a man should do and that just lets you know, Carly not really in no place mentally and emotionally to deal with the type of man that Mo is. Because from what I see so far, nothing about Mo gives me fuck nigga vibes. Nope. If somebody was to call Mike phone and say, hey, you know, uh, I had a baby and I kept it from you back in 2014, a year and just some change before we was together. You think I'm finna be acting a fucking fool? Because he's trying to sort the shit out and make sure he ain't out here being a deadbeat and get his business hit? Absolutely not. Why would you want to be with a nigga who wouldn't even check into some shit like that? I would be embarrassed if my if a nigga that I was fucking with put it off. Like, well, bitch, my girl gonna get mad, so fuck you and them kids. Like, what? Child. And also, Carly, you are 67. Bitch. And you are like a teenager will texting another woman is technically cheating no texting another woman is texting another woman about them having a baby by you possibly what the fuck are you talking about i do not like people that fucking insecure that shit is cringy to me like it just sends up too many red flags like do you know how many people how many women that man probably speaks to as a drug dealer (laughs) 
Cause he, <laughs> he ain't heard shit about what he do for a living yet. He just on the show buying her four carry diamond rings and Louis bags on the whim. Mm-hmm. He you like um, he, what? What on Anais nigga name? Ruben. He like Ruben. Cause we don't know what the fuck Ruben would do or even. But that motherfucker had money. No, nah, at least they said Ruben was an executive. They didn't say where. Oh, they, they did. They didn't say what kind. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> they just said he was an executive. executive Mo, just pharmaceuticals. On, Mo just on the show. Nigga just show up with Louis bags and not little ones. Nigga showing up with big bags. Mm-hmm. Like, girl. Well, listen. I mean, the, the nigga named Mo, I mean, it's a, a nigga named Mo is a 50 50 chance that he a drug dealer. So. Listen, we don't even know the whole the motherfucker whole name. It could be Maurice. That's a drug dealer name. Definitely. It just, it's just whatever his name is, he sell dope, and that's fine by me. Sometimes you want some thug loving. But bitch, at your big old age, <laughs> you need to quit acting like a kid. Cause bitch, you have fucked a lot worse than Mo. You fucked Life Jennings and he gave you a fake engagement ring. Mm. You was fucking young Jock when he had the Anita Baker swoop. Bitch, you who else she was had fucked with on the show? It's been quite a few niggas. I just grow up, bitch. <laughs> just grow up. Maturity wise, because you you already have a big age. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> big mm. age, little brain, weirdo mm. bitch. What's, yeah, and you got like, I'm dead. Like, what's so weird to me is Carly has an adult daughter acting like this. Like, girl, what's <laughs> up? Yeah, I'm, I'm, unpacked her baggage. Yeah. Insecure as hell. Then she gets to going back and forth with Kendra, dumbass. And I'm yeah. still going to stand on this hill. I ain't going to die on it, but I will stand here. And I will reiterate what a fucking bozo Kendra is, how you begged and pleaded to be inserted into all of this shit just for you to be sitting here arguing with his ex that he don't give a fuck about. And Carly don't give a fuck about Jock. That's the crazy part. They don't want to fuck with each other. First of all, bitch, Kendra, you and this lunch lady wig. what kind of of attorney are you because bitch your hair been trashed the whole season so far bitch came on here like you said with that olive oil last wig Popeye Mm -hmm. get the fuck out of here (laughs) Jocelyn god damn bitch okay Okay, girl, we don't give a fuck, girl, with that helmet on your motherfucking head, bitch. Mm-hmm. Go go oh. knock your head on the window, yeah. stupid bitch. <laughs> what kind of attorney? I know your law firm cringing. Mm. She must work for a <laughs> She must be a, she must, that bitch is prepaid legal. Jaseel, 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 Jaseel. Girl, <laughs> girl, <laughs> just see him push your swoop back. He gonna do that anyway. That's, right. <laughs> that's just how he is <laughs> with them black 808 ass braids in his goddamn head, <laughs> right? Oh, the black, black and blue looking like a hood Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, just see you, just see you, just see you, like, girl. girl. <laughs> I'm screaming, Candace, you are fucking annoyed, and I have howled. <laughs> what is that? Y'all didn't get annoyed by how many times she said that man's real name? 
sitting there like, nah, bitch. <laughs> like, I started counting. Like, I started counting after a certain point. Jaseel, Jaseel. Like, bitch. Oh, my God. Go away. Baby, take this. Look, Jock, take this bitch back to the plantation. Because she wilding. Take her on the work, baby. She needs to be in the courtroom. Because if that's how she act in the courtroom, I know she win her cases off the fall because that bitch is naggy. Like, from what little we've seen of her, all she does is fucking nag. Jaseel, mm. I want to go out. Jaseel, I want to be showed off. Jaseel, why I can't meet your ex? Jaseel, take me to the cabin. Jaseel, Jaseel, Jaseel. Like, girl. And fuck your mama for naming you Jaseel, and it is spelled J-A-S-I-E-L. <laughs> wait, what? Hold on, wait. That's how you spell that nigga name? J-A-S-I-E-L. Was was his mama a crack baby? I, I, mm. That is unfortunate. I did not know that's how you spell that nigga name. Mm. Mm. That nigga name spelled like a band of uh, a brand of band-aids. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to put some Jaseel on before you put your band-aid. Okay. So your cut will his heal. Name, his name is Jaseel Amon Robinson. Mm. Mm. That is quite unfortunate. Mm. And then he looked. That away. nigga's name was almost Jasmine. That is, mm, I did not. Why Mm. why did you? Why did his mama do that? Why? Because it was going down. He he destined to go down in hell, being a piece of shit for a name like that. My lord. That almost makes me wonder what all his kids' names are, but I don't care that much. Well, if we're here, I do have it pulled up. Uh, Amani, Amir, Eden, Jacori, Cadence. Oh, it's more kids. God damn. Uh, <laughs> Cadence and <laughs> Cadence and Chase. So he got one, two. He got six kids. Mm. They name's not that bad for a nigga yeah. named Jocelyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not that bad at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, so Mo comes back. Trying to make up with Carly, and he got you know rose petals all over the fucking floor and all the baby <laughs> shit. Who gonna clean this shit up? Bitch? Exactly. <laughs> you know he gonna get a run and clean it up. Mm-hmm. And because uh, they they've been trying to talk some sense into Carly, and she just like Candace said, it was just wilding out. Um. We kind of we leave the cabin for a bit, <clears throat> and we see Pooh is getting uh not lipo. What's what's it called? Uh, Botox. Mm-hmm. And she told Mimi to meet her up there. I I howled when she was shading Mimi like, "You are you not gonna get something done?" Mimi like, "I don't need nothing done." You think I need Botox? She was like, "Oh, um, um." Well, unless they could Botox them hard-ass titties, no. So, that's the only thing. And I don't mean, Mimi not ugly to me. She look like a mole rat, but she not ugly. Like a cute mole rat with a half wig. Mm. Who spit when she talked. 
Mm. But she's not that attractive. But she still doesn't. To me, she don't need Botox. Botox not gonna fix those facial features. So no, no. that's that's where I'm at with it. Like for whatever age she is, which Mimi admitted to them being older. Finally, um, she's like, girl, we're all around the same age. What's the big deal? So this is where I have confusion, and this is why I'm sick of Mona playing in our face and fabricating drama. Um, because it really don't take a rocket scientist to know that Carly is an older woman and I'm not calling her old, but older, like they're all in their forties. Okay. Cause you can, you could basically tell how, by how old Stevie is that they're older. We know that Rashida is older. We know that Kirk is much older than Rashida. So he's older. So this whole trying to tell Mo how old Carly is for what? I'm pretty sure Mo knows how the fuck old Carly is because Mo is not no spring chicken. Nope. Right. <clears throat> like he's, he's, yeah, he's definitely an OG. And we all know that Carly is older. Hell, Carly got a daughter that's like 2021. 20, so she's at the very least, unless she had a kid when she was 14 or 15. But she said that she had her daughter when she was like, she had her daughter when she was in her teens so her daughter might be a little bit older than that but we know that Carly is in her 40s as well I've never in my life assumed that Carly was in her late 20s or, or early 30s she looks like she's in her 40s and that's not a slap in the face it's not a bad thing to look the age that you are you don't have to be 43 and look 23 it's okay to be 43 and look 43 yep. so I'm just really confused at this whole shit with Pooh going out her way to tell Mo that Carly is older. He know that that bitch is older. They doing IVF for God's sakes. Yeah, right. When she said, that, "Oh well, he want to have babies with her," like as if she was doing them a favor. Like, girl, you don't think he already is aware of this? Yeah. They IVF and they trying to to farm a boy. Like they trying to make it a boy. And not right. to say that younger women don't go through this and don't end up doing IVF because they have fertility issues. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that the older you get, the harder it can be to conceive. And the fact that they didn't even start trying naturally and went straight to IVF, he knows how fucking old his, his fiance is. Yeah. If IVF is your first, you know, your first uh, stop at pregnancy, you know the the woman is tech, likely a little bit older or has had some pregnancy complications in the past conceiving and all of this shit is laid out on a line when you're going to a fertility specialist and Mo is sitting right there with her. So come on, we know. Yeah. He knows. Hey girl. You did all this And I was like a used band-aid. And <laughs> hilarious. And I would like to know all of that what y'all just said was very eloquent, friends. But I would like to know, Pooh, why the fuck you care so damn much? Why you can't mind your fucking old ass business? Questions that need answering. Yeah. I don't disagree with that line of questioning at all. Knees of the big. Mm. <laughs> no toes. K-N-E-E. Pooh look like... Mm. Who look like Lil' Kim? She look like one of your swollen knees, like if you bumped your knee on the wall or some shit. <laughs> like, if I hit, like if I hit my knee on like a weight at the gym. It yeah, it would be poo. Just yeah. A little swollen up, fluid mm -hmm. field. Yeah. Yep. All accurate. 
with a Mrs. Potato Head face. Mm. Speaking of Mrs. Potato Head, um, Mama D. <laughs> <laughs> right, we might as well get on Bambi, Scrappy, Mama D, Erica, and whatever else. First of all, um, when I listened to the episode last week, the way y'all dragged that motherfucker for eating hot wings in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> my friends, my co-hosts, my family, bravo. Bravo. Y'all did that shit. Like, <laughs> if there's a way to put in a hand clap right at this point, y'all need that hand clap because I too was appalled as a motherfucker that he lays in bed and eat hot wings. Hot wings is one of those foods that you need to eat sitting up some goddamn where with the plate on the table <laughs> or the container on the, on the counter or some fucking where. I have never in my life tried to sit in my bed and eat hot wings. Because <laughs> you're not a savage, friend. Do you know what kind of fucking deviant you are to do some shit like that? <laughs> just... Like, oh my God. Like, and on his note, he like, okay, I stopped eating hot wings in the bed. You definitely should, you <laughs> big belly motherfucker. You definitely should not be eating hot wings in the bed on the good linen and shit. Especially knowing you're not gonna clean it up, you goddamn filthy ass nigga. Mm. You imagine the muffin and then being too full to take the shit downstairs so it's bones on the nightstand. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you just leaving your goddamn bed in your nightstand, your bathroom dirty because you got the itis because you eating fucking wings in bed. Hey, Scrappy, you need to get in the studio. That's a good name for an album. Bones on the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, in most hot wings, the best flavors be wet. You know, yeah. hot, the mild, the mild hot sauce, the barbecue, honey mustard, teriyaki, uh, mango habanero. Uh, the even even a good lemon pepper is wet. It greasy. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you is just sitting your big musty ass in the bed, smelling the whole room up with motherfucking hot wings <laughs> and your body odor, boy, fuck you, you nasty. No, you grease it in a motherfucker, your damn self. But Bambi did a lot to get you, so it's mm. what you deserve. But shout out to Bambi for also admitting that, like, since the baby, uh, she feels a sense of inadequacy and having to go back to work. She feels like less than a mom. It kind of reminds me of the Aisha Curry stuff. And if a lot of women are saying it, it must be true. But cishet men, especially niggas, don't like to listen to women. Um, they rather suffer in silence. So kudos to you for being able to say it openly and honestly and get it off your chest. Also, um, if you are what fat looks like after a baby, bitch, I'm signing up tomorrow. Okay, because you still got them little ass chiclet teeth, but that body bounced back. Yep. <clears throat> Can't wait for your adult teeth to come in. Mm. Anyways. Your adult uh, teeth with your adult body. <laughs> mm. uh, Mama D is a whole troll ass bitch. You waited until Erica and Scrappy was good and goddamn broke up. Both had moved on in new relationships. So all of a sudden want to be nice to Erica and get along with her. Mm. Bitch, you are trash. <laughs> in that order. In that order. Mm. And now you want Scrappy and Erica and Bambi to have some kind of friendship and it's clear that they don't. And they don't want to. 
and it's not your business. You the grandparent. Your job is to be a grandmama to Imani. That's what we need you to do. Right, because okay. I'm like, you got, they a, don't... you got a crackhead husband, you got a loose tooth, and all these bad weeds. <laughs> you have bigger fish to fry than to be in Erica and Scrappy's co parenting situation. Whatever is needing to be done is being done. Like Scrappy said, we don't have anything to talk about when it comes to Imani. It gets handled. Uh, the court takes my money and the court gives it to her. End of discussion. <clears throat> yeah. And not just child support. I mean, if you look on their Instagram, he spends a lot of time with E-Money, and Erica's not shading him up and down the internet for being a lackluster dad. So there's no reason for them to change the relationship dynamic because if I remember correctly, Erica was a big old bitch when Bambi came in the picture, even though her and Scrappy wasn't together. So just leave it where it's at, girl. Mind your business. Go get Ernest. Go help him with 12 steps of sobriety. Right. Well, because Lord knows he needed. And also you're a bozo because, again, I have to keep coming back to this. Ernest should be on the show getting a check because he needed it. And y'all need it. <laughs> like, I have to keep coming back to that. Mama, do you fucking dumbass. <laughs> you too busy being a goddamn bozo on folks business. You missing out on money, you bozo ass <laughs> I don't think they need it because I don't think she ever stopped being a madam. So, yeah, I was about to say well, she still, she still me give she still give me OG OG vibes. Like one thing I could say about Mama D, the bitch crazy, but I don't think she's ever like I don't think her her status or what she was in the streets has ever been false. Like she do look like the type of bitch that answer the door with a gun. Mm-hmm. She do look like she ain't never. She don't play with motherfuckers when it comes to certain things. So, and she she's a typical like those type of mamas typically do be coddling their sons, and then you get scrappies of the world. Yeah. So <clears throat> she definitely. I, I definitely believe she's still selling weed out her house when the show ain't <laughs> taping. And <laughs> it, she definitely is a hustler. Definitely still selling. Uh, Putting bitches on the track. I I do believe all of that, as Curtis has said. So you don't need <laughs> yeah. that check. She just likes the fame and the notoriety of it. Because yep. that's what motherfuckers like. That's what hood people, that's what that's what hustlers like her like. They like the notoriety. So to be able yeah. to get it like that and a legal check is attached to it, she like, hey. Fair, fair points, friend. She definitely looked like a my office hours are nine to five, mama. So yeah. Because the wigs be looking like my office hours are from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m. Them lady of the night ass wigs. Curtis. (laughs) (laughs) And she be in strip clubs and shit. Yeah, third shift ass wig, girl. (laughs) Girl. R.I.P. to that too. Uh, I'm sure that tooth is, is having a much better time than Mama D and Scrappy. <clears throat> Freedom from crack dick, so. <laughs> Curtis. Curtis. <laughs> in fairness, he didn't lie, in fairness. I mean, you just went on a whole tirade about 
Earth is being a crackhead. Ergo, crack dick. I'm just following your logic, friend. Here come Mike shaking his head. He must have put London on the potty and she shit it as soon as she got off. <laughs> real niggas do real things. Let's talk about Akbar. Um, I've been, been waiting I, for this. Let me just say this. I told y'all niggas. I told y'all niggas. That bitch is a full blown super size me fucking bozo. <laughs> that bitch looks like as pretty as she is, she remind me of if Winnie the Pooh got glammed up. If Winnie like the Pooh became a thought. She, yes. Yes. I, a, a, a plus size one. She is a fucking bozo and I'm gonna let y'all drag her. I'm just gonna sit here. I'm a uh, I don't even have, have a drag. <laughs> I'm going to move back from the mic and sip a little bit of this vanilla frappuccino from Starbucks because this bitch is fucking stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, it's fuck you, bitch, because I don't appreciate you trying to beef with Tokyo for a storyline. Because, again, like I said last week, where is this energy for anybody else? Spice is new. When Moniece, or you was trying to work with Moniece, because I guess Moniece went through the proper channels, quote unquote. How are you the queen of Atlanta? Don't nobody in Atlanta know who the fuck you are. No, don't nobody. Ain't nobody heard to get All they know is that you candy cousin, bitch, and that ain't nothing. Nothing. And then Why you not touring with your cousin, bitch? That part. on tour right now. Why you would Listen, uh, Zanique had opened up for Escape, bitch, and where was you in that fragmented bullet skull head ass at? <laughs> mm. The hard hitting questions. Candy, your whole ass cousin, knowing the how much bucket- bullets. <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Uh, edit B. edit oh. this out. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just I don't know. I don't I don't understand. Then you get on stage doing all that shit. Talking about that shit. Them boo-boo ass bars, bitch. Going on and on about where your bars, bitch. Bitch, where are your bars? Um, where are your, your bars is as broken as your goddamn back bars, bitch. Where are your bars? Mm, bars is broken as a goddamn <laughs> f- <laughs> bars broken as the fragments of your motherfucking skull, you bozo ass bitch. Them bars as broke as your pockets. Mm. Did you pay Candy her money back while you the queen of Atlanta? Mm. Bars is broken as your fucking parenting, bitch. Ooh. Mm. Like you a you a bad decision bear. Like you got a whole lot of smoke. <laughs> I'm I'm confused. Like, are you that intimidated that it's another it's a younger big girl out here making waves? Because you have not done anything that Tokyo has done. And that's not to say that Tokyo is the baddest thing walking. But she got a little notoriety. We know who the fuck Tokyo is. Right. We knew who Tokyo You know, allegedly she stole the material from, but that's not my business. I want to see I want to see the court papers on that. But mm-hmm. outside of that, we don't know who the fuck you are, girl. Right. We knew who Tokyo was before this show. We don't we don't know who the fuck our art bar V is. We don't know what that means. You're listening to it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
No us. No us. I just got a problem with somebody who has no custody of their kids. I don't even believe she has custody of the one she claims is back living with her. Yeah. Um, talking as much shit as she does. Like I, I really, I really hate to see it. Like, you really not going to sit up here and convince me that you the queen of anything. And like Jeremy said, you can't even be the queen of parenting. Mm. Nope. Talking about this your city. Your kids ain't even yeah. your kids, according to the court papers. So, girl, what are you saying? Not even that. It's just, listen. To be the queen of a city, you need to motherfucking dominate it. You're not dominating Atlanta musically. I know underground, I know indie artists from Atlanta, and it literally took this woman being on this show for me to know she existed. That part. So I'm just sitting here like I know um, the, the guy from Atlanta, his name is like Deontay Hitchcock. He's he's making a lot of waves, and he's out of Atlanta. Then the girl, uh, what's her name? Pap Chanel. And she like went viral with a verse in the end. Be like, if I want to, I will. I know her. She's out of Atlanta. She's making waves and she's in the presence of Meg the Stallion. And she's, you know, getting features from big names. You not so much, baby. You not, not at all. You. I'll say you not and at if all. I, and if I had to tell Mona to, to clean house, which she needs to do, she needs to get some young up and coming rising Atlanta hip music stars, hip hop stars. Yep. Like the two I just named. They young, they attractive, they making waves. You not doing none of that, sweetheart. None. That's that one Talk. music thing to Atlanta yearly, what's it called? A3C? Yep. Bitch, why you ain't performing at A3C? I never seen you build on nobody's uh, ticket. Because she can't get in the door. <laughs> Cushy boo boo. Hey, downside the club, you can't even get in. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. I just told my, I just like, girl, don't nobody give a fuck if you grew here. It's plenty of people that grew here that still ain't shit, and you one of them. You got Sierra trying to talk some sense into you. Like, um, imagine, imagine. Yeah. Imagine having a motherfucker who's scared to cheat on her no good nigga trying to toss a sister to you. Listen, imagine a kickball ass head girl trying to talk some sense into you because you so much of a fucking bozo. Right. Like, you know. Not bozos. I'm sorry to cut you off, but we have to stay on the vein in the bozos because Spice. <laughs> Girl, why are you jumping off the furniture? Why are you always trying to fight everybody else's business? Like, why don't you just tell Mona you want a messy storyline so you can fight somebody? Yeah, I do not understand. I I appreciate you having Tokyo back, but at I'm, the same time, that was not your fight. It was unnecessary. It didn't need to be a fight at all. Right, because Tokyo. I'm, I wasn't mad that Tokyo addressed it, but I feel like she missed that window of when she should have disengaged like address yeah. it be like name names ho oh okay but you mm -hmm. was telling sierra that somebody that don't have no plaques can't argue with you but then you sat up there and fed into the shit anyway because that's exactly what akbar wanted she wanted that acknowledgement because she knows that she ain't shit. 
Mm-hmm. You ain't shit either, but you more shit than she is. Right. And the other part is, so to me, Akbar's like studio music is not great, but Akbar had uh, Akbar has a good battle style. Like, yeah. and we and, and you can see, you, you see you see that a lot too. Like a lot of battle rappers don't translate to mainstream hip hop. Yeah, they're great as battle rappers. They stink when they're trying to go mainstream. That's the vibe that I get from Akbar. Yeah. Like if she had to go toe for toe with Tokyo, she would eat her alive. But in the mainstream, I don't see it for because it just doesn't feel like it's her. It feels like what she thinks she needs to be to get a hit record or to get <coughs> on, you know, in the mainstream portion. So when she was spitting, like, I know she knew that Tokyo was there. And like you said, she was baiting her, but she did what she was supposed to do. When If you get in front of some bitches that you don't like, you're supposed to show the fuck out. And like, and then, like you said, if Tokyo didn't have nothing for her, because I wouldn't argue with her. Like you said, I either would have said, put some names on the bitch or, okay, if that's how you feel, bitch, let's go bar for bar right now. Like I would have called her the fuck out, but arguing with her, trying to fight her, hopping my big ass up on the, the, the table, making, <laughs> making it shit. No, I'm not doing none of that. I'm not doing none of that. No, I'm not. No, but yeah. I would, and, and Akbar reacted terribly because I would have looked at her and I would have started spitting directly at her at that point. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you, bitch. Here go one bar, two bar, three bar, four. And, you know, I would have just took her fucking throat out when she spoke up. Yeah, I would have made, made her look weak than the motherfucker as an MC. Yeah, but I, I these, agree. Two, these two big dumb goofy bitches, one that only know how to eat carbs and the other one that don't know where he is at, but I don't know. This bitch <laughs> know this bitch know where them bullet fragments at more than her fucking kids. Mm. So I I don't know, bitch. I'm I dead. Y'all would not take y'all foot over that lady neck. She done already got shot. God damn. Well, well, she, she, she can handle a, a few more slugs then. I'm saying she got a lot of neck to put on, so I mean I'm just saying. I mean, but I agree, you girl, because it's fuck you. But, <laughs> but I, but I agree. Uh, I agree. But that's also how much of a, bo- a bozo that Akbar was. Because I agree with you, Candace. Like, if you don't call her out and you, your whole thing is like she ain't shit musically. Like, destroy her ball for ball. But instead, you wanted to fight. So I agree that you know Tokyo should have paid her dust. But shit, if mother, if a motherfucker don't w- want to just fight. Instead of putting up them bars, I mean, I appreciated the energy, but well, I mean, too- that's because she she is chasing after a storyline versus the music. Yeah, because my personal opinion is that's why she reacted the way that she did because she's not worried about becoming a successful musician. Mm-hmm. She worried about having a storyline and establishing herself on this show because. Otherwise, there was no reason for you to be trying to physically fight Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all didn't yeah. even go back and forth enough for either one of y'all to be that upset to want to throw hands. Yeah. And you were already on stage in battle rap mode. So your natural instinct should have been to tear her down while you had the microphone. But you you instead chose to fight. And then we know Spice always going to jump into somebody else's fight. Because again, that's how she solidifies herself, and it's a fuck you to you, Spice, for these lies. 
because bitch, they nobody knew that you even dropped a project when you did all the black hypocrisy shit, and you talking about you doing numbers. Where I would like to see them. Send I would like to still understand a bitch who moved to Atlanta to get a reggae career popping. Mm-hmm. Well, I still want to know that because if anything, bitch, you should be in New York. Mm. Yeah, it ain't <clears throat> shit for you in Atlanta. But miss hard hitting facts, y'all. Hard hitting facts. I took it personal when you said that thing about girl. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't go clap some motherfucking chalk on your face and get away from ours, we don't care, mm. bitch. Not at all. But like I said, you're gonna keep fighting because that. Keeps you on this show, getting a check so that you can hopefully send a little something back to them damn kids that you left in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Listen. That's all I'm saying. That's all. Like I said, Sierra was calling her out. Like, girl, you doing too fucking much. You being too messy, which imagine Sierra telling somebody being they, that they're being too messy. Right. But she, she wasn't lying. No, she wasn't. And then Akbar started acting like she didn't know Tokyo was a rapper. And I'm like, ain't that why you mad? Now you acting like you didn't know she was a rapper? Girl, you trying to convince Hope because you damn sure ain't convincing us. Mm. Can't even keep your storyline together. Mm. Listen. Because you a goddamn bozo. Correct. Pretty face bozo. Mm. But a bozo nonetheless. Speaking of bozos, poo. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I just I worry about your judgment. I worry about your mind because the for you to have that face and go around calling yourself poo. Like, do you want to be dragged? Like, does it does it make you feel good? Like, are you one of those people that gets off on humiliation? Because why would you do that? But anyway, um, Mimi no storyline having ass. Is all invested in this shit with Pooh and uh what's the what's the bitch name? Carla. Grandma. And uh, she's trying to convince her to, to make up with her. Um she was trying to understand why Pooh even did the age thing, like Candace uh touched on earlier. Anyway, Pooh decides, okay, I'm gonna throw a little cocktail mixer and invite all the girls so we can squash everything. And imagine lacking so much self-awareness that you think anybody would come to anything you have after you ruin somebody's whole engagement party. That part. And you saw the delusion because she was in her confessional. That'll get them back on my side. You'll see. Oh, we saw, bitch. You was about to get beat up. <laughs> Again. So, because Carly did show up. And I did howl when Carly came in and called her duck lips. <laughs> I mean, that, that's. Mm. She I mean, looks and you look like a squirrel, but that's neither here nor there. Mm. She do kind of look like Sandy Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like Secret Squirrel. Mm. Mm. Oh well. And so then Pooh started talking shit again because I didn't even hear what happened where Pooh started turning up, and she like. You owe me $750 for my sheets, bitch. And I was just like, girl. Girl, with this, here we go again with this shit that you wanted somebody to know that you and your husband fuck Carly. I just, girl, leave us alone. On your good thread count sheet. So all you doing is letting us know you a dumbass. 
basically. Who has a threesome yeah. on their good sheets? You idiot, bitch. What? Yeah. <laughs> Retarded hoe. <laughs> Who does that? Like, girl. You bitch, are, bitch, you are stupid. You are stupid and unattractive and built, bitch, like a box cutter. Fuck you. Like, God, like, baby, a lot of people have had sex with Carly and no, I'm not slut shaming because ain't nothing wrong with, well, it, to me, the one thing Carly does do right is fuck because she be having niggas mesmerized. The bitch be giving foot jobs and all kind of shit. So to me, you know, okay. Well, you fuck Carly. Again, she's a consenting adult. What are you... Who cares? Right. I would just like to know why people... I, I, too, would let Carly do a foot job on it. Like, what are you even talking about? It just is what it is. Like, the bitch nasty. I thought that's what, you know, nasty motherfuckers like you and your husband. Like, it seemed to me y'all mad that y'all can't fuck Carly no more. Mm. I just want to get to the root of it. Yep. Yeah. Because otherwise, I just don't understand why Pooh thinks that we care so much. And why do you care? Because Carly don't, don't even care. That yeah. right. Mo don't care. Nope. Nobody cares but you two weirdo motherfuckers. So, you know. Oh, well. Suffer, Pooh. Here we are again. Don't like you suffering already. I, I was yeah, because you almost got beat up at your own party, bitch. So. Mm. Mm. I'm drift. <laughs> bitch, talking about I'm having a cocktail party. No, nobody want to come to that shit, bitch. No, <laughs> the the people that was already there, like the the, um, they looked like they was paid to be there, and they was like, y'all didn't tell us they was gonna be doing all this. Uh, you said fifty dollars of free drinks. You ain't say nothing about all this hollering and screaming and throwing chairs. Which pool, sweetie? You're not convincing anybody. We we know you can't fight. And that's not to say that I think Carly can fight, but pretty sure she could beat your ass. You just a knuckle dragging, mouth breathing, Botox getting, threesome having, nasty looking old ho. And we want you to leave us alone. Like I said in a previous episode, of all the motherfuckers you could have brought back, you go, Mona, bitch, you gonna bring Shay Mack back and then this bitch poo. Like, girl, you should be fucking embarrassed. But this dumbass storyline exposing some shit we already knew. How are you exposing shit that's public knowledge? Exactly. Oh, man. Well, we'll see. Loving Hip Hop Atlanta. We nine episodes in, so pretty much halfway through the season. We'll see what else it gives. We're going to get into Real Housewives of Potomac, but first, a quick break. Thank you for supporting the Flawless Noises Media Network. You can visit FlawlessNoises.com for more information on our other wonderful shows. You can also connect with us on social media. Search for at Flawless Noises on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Go to FlawlessNoises.com store if you're interested in purchasing some merchandise. And if you really love us and would like some bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon. With $5 and $10 subscription levels, you're bound to hear something you like. Go to patreon.com slash flawless noises for more details. We thank you for taking the time to listen to our shows and supporting your favorite hosts. Please feel free to share with your friends, family, coworkers, and more. Flawless Noises Media Network, get to know our sound. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. 
All right, y'all, we're back. We're going to get into Real Housewives of Potomac, a.k.a. I was going to say light skin drama, but Candace is not light skin, so it's just black bitch drama. Uh, so this is the <laughs> episode two. Here comes the bride. So this is the wedding episode. But first we start off with Giselle getting the fucking embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Vanessa Williams Jr., you need to get it the fuck together, girl. Ghostiana. You are too fucking beautiful to be on here getting getting fucked and ducked. <laughs> that don't make no fucking sense, girl. You need to listen to some Megan the Stallion, okay? By a nigga that look like Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> the black Yoshi. That a, a nigga that look like a barbecue goomba. Get the fuck out of here. Like, girl, what are you doing? Just oh, baby. So are you keep getting ghosted by an ugly nigga. Keep getting ghosted. So she is talking to her friend Cal. Basically saying, you know, her and Sherman are in therapy or counseling. And Cal was looking like, bitch, you fucking stupid. <laughs> you were there before, nigga, that you like, Listen, Cal was being, he was, he was being gay shady because he was just like, mm. what that mean? What that mean? Mm. 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 I was like, ah, yes, I know what, I know. I am very familiar with that. Mm. Imagine and going to counseling. She, and she like, knows she's stupid because she like, well, it's. I know Cal is my friend, but it's my decision. And I'm like, yeah, whenever you got to say, but it's my decision, you know <laughs> right. your decision fucked up. Right. No, you, you know what the God fuck you doing is bad. I just... Imagine going to therapy for a nigga where y'all just exchanging news. Like, I just... Mm. Mm. He only answer your text every other day and you talking about counseling. Sis? Girl, what are you doing? But did it sound like Giselle was doing all of that with Sherman, like counseling and all that, just to have something to hang over his head. Like it sounded to me like she just wanted to have something to guilt him with. And yeah, he, I, I can see that. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just about to say, I can see that because I mean, it's just hell, but shit, Sherman, like, girl, I don't ghost it once, so I'll ghost again. Girl, you are fucking stupid. How dare you go back and try to give a nigga some pussy that took Beyonce tickets from you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> you ain't never gonna forget that. Hell no, I ain't gonna never forget that. <laughs> We talking about Beyonce, girl. He took them tickets back. He was an Indian giver, which is probably a politically incorrect term. I apologize, but fuck, I mean, like, girl, yeah. we don't mean no harm. We only shade down the Andalays, the Ratchet TV. Yes, <laughs> but down the to me, it it feels like she is so embarrassed that she'll put up with whatever he does. To, to kind of say she got somebody on the show because she is like one of the only ones even though Robin is like you affectionately called her in the pregame a house cat but <laughs> the rest of the ladies even Robin secures some dick even though Juan don't really want her but she get her needs met and you just got Giselle always fucking tagging along talking shit yeah starring shit that's how you know she miserable Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did all that posturing to take? Well, she didn't really take them, but did all that posturing, fucking that woman ex husband without telling her, offer you to get treated like trash, mm-hmm. bitch? You are the Tati of Potomac. Mm. Mm. That is well, sad. that's sad. You look too damn good for that, but girl, you—I mean, looking good don't give you no brains, so. 
I mean, it's what you deserve, Giselle. So suffer, girl. I don't know what to tell you. And mean, even though you try to act like you're not mean, girl, you are mean. Own it. Right. You ugly inside, and you beautiful outside, ugly inside. But let me say, the North remembers, and by the North, I mean me. I remember, and also my co-hosts remember the uh, amount of. Uh, not cock blocking, but the amount of dirt you did to get Sherman. Yep. Like we remember how foul you moved. You definitely moved like a snake in the situation. Mm. You were friend. Not even if you weren't good friends, you had some form of a friendly relationship with Sherman's ex-wife to the point that y'all had hung out and been at each other's houses, only for her to have to find out from her child that you were fucking her ex-husband because you popped up over there uh, while his kids were there. To me, that's shady in and of itself. Yep. Correct. That is correct, friend. And that's why you're suffering now. Because you can't win when you ain't ain't right within. Yeah. Can't Mm. win when you're dirty. In the words of Big Nose Lanithia Leaks, Mm. it just is what it is. So... For me, I was I don't love I don't hate to see it. I love to see it. I love to see you suffer. I love to see it. Go on and say it, Curtis. <laughs> say it. <laughs> you need to suffer. This is what you deserve. Mm-hmm. Trash for two whole seasons. And then then had the nerve, they had the audacity to be mad that people liked them like the woman. You was like, why y'all bring a hug? bringing her around. Y'all just doing it to be shaded towards me. Well, even if they were, girl, it's what you deserve because you move like a snake. But girl, that's all you do is shade everybody. Right. The shadiest motherfucker is not immune to being shaded. Mm. I mean, as we said in the pregame, when it comes to bitches like you, we thrive off negativity. That's correct. Your tears are like jet fuel. Mm -hmm. Your tears are like Kool-Aid. Yes. We are gassed up, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm, bitch. <laughs> beat, beat. Who I'm doing, I'm doing the, uh, I'm doing the, uh, arms like a plane, like Beyonce did at homecoming. <laughs> gassed up, bitch. <laughs> mm-hmm. Off your misfortune. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Off of your idiocy. Uh, All right. Oh, look, let me put some hot sauce on your misfortune, bitch, and eat it like chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. I too, I am, I am fool from your misfortune, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of misfortune, Candace's mama's wig. Mm-hmm. When she went to show her 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 wedding dress, that wig, baby. Mm-hmm. Her wig matches her spirit, just poor and musty. That's true. That is true. That is true. First of all. Why do you have on club makeup in the middle of the day, baby? (laughs) What pole was you going to swing off of after that gown fitting? Because you looked the fucking fool with all that heavy ass, mortician ass, casket sharp ass, funeral makeup on your motherfucking face, bitch. Mm -hmm. You, You know what? Let me say this. Our introduction to Candace's mother, she looked, she, can you tell she, like she's lost weight and everything? Like this bitch is literally trying to upstage her daughter on this yes. new season. Yep. You look like you done had a little nip tuck. 
you be trying to wear the same hair color as your daughter. You are doing the fucking most, bitch. And the truth of the matter is you are still fucking ugly. Inside same same old Ashley, bitch. I don't care how many braces you put on your body, bitch. You are ugly and your spirit is ugly and you miserable. I just do not imagine having no husband and having a fucking meltdown about your daughter's half brother. Talking about I got over it 28 years ago. Where? Where? Clearly not. Right. I know you fucking lying. Because you ready to cuss your daughter out over this. For having a relationship with her blood brother, like I just don't un- like you again. Father, girl, girl, that's son. The man is gonna be the- there too, right? <laughs> you walking the girl down the aisle with you, you dumb ass bitch. What you doing? And your husband, like that, put it into a whole different perspective to me because I didn't even know the mama was married. I just assumed the bitch was so insufferable that she was single, right? But the fact that you married, you remarried. Not only did you remarry, you got a husband. You have a husband that was enough of a father to that girl that she wants him to have a hand in walking her down the aisle. And, and you, you clowning because your your ex-husband's son is going to be there to support his sister. You need your ass beat. I'm imagine, imagine being mad that your daughter's having a healthy relationship with her, with her brother. Imagine the sins of the father, girl. Girl, if you don't get this goddamn Old Testament bullshit rhetoric on my motherfucking face and shut the fuck up and let your daughter and, and her brother have a good time. Now, let me tell you something. If Mona was smart, she was saying, not Mona, because this is what, Bravo. If yeah, Andy yeah. was smart, he would work out a deal so he could see Candace's mama and Candace and her daddy to Iyanla because that would be their reserve. <laughs> that would be theater. Can you imagine Candace's mama going back and forth with Iyanla chain chomp ass? Listen, that would be excellent TV. That would be the TV yeah. that we deserve. That, I want my that would be, listen, that would be a toothy ass episode though. <laughs> Candace and them big ass teeth, her mama and them big ass teeth, Iyanla and them chain ass teeth. There's just teeth everywhere. It's just going to be crying. And motherfucking teeth. Oh, but I'm here for it. Yeah. Let me say mm-hmm. that. So, like I said, Andy, I want my motherfucking cut. Right. All right. You heard it here first on Ratchet Ramblings. While we here, though. Before, before we move on, I have to say, also, because I didn't know what her mama's name was until this episode. Bitch, you act like a bitch named Dorothy. And that's not her to say. Named Dorothy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she really do. And that's not to say that every woman named Dorothy is bad. But y'all know what I mean by a bitch named Dorothy. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly I mean, what the fuck you act like. And since we're here, we might as well get over this, get this wedding dress shit out the way oh, and the I'm rest of her mama. Her mama, first of all, a, a lot of elements of the dress were gorgeous, but the straps was off-putting to me. Yeah, them, the big straps with the suspender ass looking straps. We didn't need Yeah, to. with with them that was bejeweled and shit. I think she could have done without those. That dress would have been perfect strapless. Yes, I agree. From the straps down, that dress was absolutely gorgeous. I did not understand the straps. They look like uh, little girl hair bows. So, 
I I was the I, embroidery on them reminds me of them like them them, them uh sketchers them sketchers for little girls with all them goddamn uh fake diamonds on them and shit. It was weird. All of that shit. It was just unnecessary. Like, gaudy for the sake of being gaudy, and it ended up being yeah. Gaudy. Yeah, because if you can imagine a dress without those straps on it, it's breathtaking. Yeah. And it and it just didn't match the rest of the dress. Like the dress was like organza with the pleating and the and then you get to these weird ass cheap looking straps. Yeah, they were definitely an afterthought. In yeah. That yeah, they were not needed. Um but I will say it, her mom and her mom was like, "Do you like it?" She had a design, bitch. What do you think? My mama was doing the fucking most. The fucking most. That like the girl. Yeah, girl, sit the fuck down. You've been married twice, bitch. Get a life. <clears throat> That's all I'm gonna say. This your second marriage, bitch. Get a life. I just it wasn't even unattractive, like girl. But yeah, like, that dress it, looked gorgeous on her. I just didn't like the straps. Yeah, what well, I imagined it without the straps. I was like, that's gorgeous. Um, since we talking about this wedding look, I expected more from the hair. I, you know what? Who the fact that it was a black person holding those flat irons, I was really disappointed. <laughs> I was super disappointed. But and like I said, like it just but you know what? I, I don't know. Maybe they ran out of budget. I don't know. Because it looked like a wig. <laughs> oh, I thought it, it was a wig. <laughs> it is. It is. That's what I'm saying. If a wig looked like a wig, some you're just not doing a lot of shit right. At your wedding. It I was, your wig was, looking wiggy at a 200K wedding. Girl. Come on, it was, come on it wiggy. Was, it was sitting high. It well, was sitting super high. The, the part didn't look natural. I was just like, I don't know, girl. This ain't cute. It's like she got a cash out wig for her wedding. Even some of them cash app wigs be better than what she had on her head. You, you just got to hope you get your cash app wig. You just got to hope it come in the mail. That's mm. the... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be quality if if you get it. <laughs> yeah. that, that wasn't... I don't know. I didn't... I didn't like the hair. I didn't like the makeup. Yeah, uh-huh. I didn't like none of it. I like she didn't either. Yeah, I like the dress sans straps. I like the veil. Um, I thought the groom and the groomsmen were impeccably dressed. Yeah, I, I did like those tuxes with the you know with textured fabric. Yeah, I'm really let good. me say, aside from like her hair and makeup. A lot of times you see an expensive wedding and it don't look expensive. Cough, cough, Eva, Marcel. Mm. Um, but then you see an expensive wedding that looks the cost. the Their venue, the decorations, the layout, everything, it looked every bit of $200,000. Yeah, those chairs yeah. alone. Those chairs alone, the flowers, her bouquet, how the groomsmen were dressed. Even her mom's dress was really outstanding yeah, like had an evil bitch in it but mm. yes yeah, so i will say this girl girl whoever your coordinator was your planner y'all did that because y'all the venue was outstanding the music sucked okay <laughs> i don't know what y'all dj was doing but that wasn't it child but the the venue the decorations 
the what they showed of the food and stuff, it just all looked really incredible. So kudos to y'all for spending up all your mama and daddy money. Yep. And some of y'all. Yep. Yeah. If, you if, you, if you're gonna fuck around, fuck around expeditiously. And they did that. They fucked around expensively. So mm. yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Yep. That they did. Mm-hmm. Um we might as well get the wedding out the way. Yeah, all yeah, parts yeah. of it. Cause oh, I thought Candace's vows were very sweet. And then yeah. this idiot ass. And then this one. <sighs> Let me say this. A little ice got uh, acting a dumb. Listen, let me, I gotta say this, and everybody, y'all, everybody that's listening, y'all gonna agree when I say it. White men who date black women always think they are fucking comedians. Mm. Like they always think they are the wittiest motherfuckers to grace the earth. You picked the worst fucking time to want to be a fucking comedian. Yep. Your wedding day is the day that you bring the realness, you bring your sincerity about the love of your life to the fucking ceremony. You, you stringing said. you stringing together titles of fucking R&B songs was cheesy. It didn't say anything about your love for your wife. It just kind of, you just kind of made a fucking joke of it. And and I swear, I've never met a white man who dates black women who don't have that corny ass sense of humor that they think is just so top of the line. Even look at famous comedians. What's the, what's that white one name that I can't stand that's been on Comic View before? Gary Owen? He think he is the funniest motherfucker alive. And he's not. And guess who he's married to? A black woman. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, it, it was cheesy. I was rather fucking yeah. I was creeped out to be quiet. I, I was. It was creepy. I was because Mike was Mike was watching it with me. He was like, "This is really creepy." Because yeah. I didn't even realize it until I, people's faces started turning, and I was like, "Wait a minute!" Because I kind of tuned out. I'm like, "I don't really care about y'all's vows." But when people's face started screwing up, I was like, wait a minute. And then I was like, is that a boy's the men's? What, what is he doing? Why are you doing this? Why? 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 Like, if you were going to do that, it should have been at the reception. Right. Like, you could have made the speech. But your vows during the ceremony should have been heartfelt, should have been sincere, should have given the people in attendance a great glimpse at your love for your partner you're supposed to be spending forever with but your actual partner that you standing across from yeah i was just like okay like she do her vows and she pouring her heart out about why she love you which i don't still don't understand but that's not for me to understand because it ain't my relationship and then here you go being fucking goofy Mm -hmm. you're going fucking full b-rad at your motherfucking wedding listen idiot um let's see so i feel like all of the ladies did not look that good at the wedding. Very they could have so done, done more. I was very, very confused why Karen wore the dress that she wore. Because I just knew she was going to pick the black one. Yeah, I was very confused at the grand dame looking so average. Poor. Looking like she was going to... Uh, she definitely looked like she got that from the dress barn. She looked and like- ain't nothing wrong with the dress barn, but that wasn't it. She looked like she was going to Deb Adney Club slash lounge. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did. And her hair looked bad as usual. Um, <laughs> as fucking usual. Is there a shortage of good weave weavist weavologists in Potomac? 
How far is Potomac from DC? Because I know it's some bomb ass black hairstylists in DC. Where where do where how far from Potomac is DC? Let me Google. But they all uh even Monique, pregnant or not, she looked a mess. Giselle looked a mess. Giselle Giselle looked a mess in that uh funeral outfit. Uh, Robin in that hair, baby. If you're not gonna keep it tight and keep it right, put a wig on it. Because the one thing about short hair that a lot of people don't realize is, uh, it's not really that wash and go. Mm. Takes effort to keep it looking good. Mm -hmm. Um, you look like somebody's auntie. Yep. Well, you look like a cat that got trimmed poorly, which you are. So yes. Accurate. If if you don't like it, you should put a wig on it. Ashley didn't look like shit either. Well, like they just all looked like they were going to cocktail hour. Didn't look like they were going to a wedding. Okay, so Potomac is only thirty three minutes from DC. (laughs) Y'all don't have no excuse for y'all's hair to be looking like this. Ain't no Mm. excuse. I'm sure there's bomb hairstylists in Potomac because that's that's there's money there. So I know some are, are maybe not local, but they there enough that they might want to service that area. Like there ain't, there's no excuse. It's also to me really offensive to show up to a wedding late. Talk about it. How the fuck do y'all show up so late that you miss the ceremony? That is really fucking offensive. Like that, that is super, is. super, super, super fucking offensive. Like if you are going to be so late. That you can't make the the uh, ceremony, just stop all together and come to the reception. Yes. Because typically, what's costing the most money is the reception. Yeah. It's like two dollars per person to set up a chair for the ceremony. Well, probably more in that instance with them beautiful ass chairs. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's it's not that much money to sit a chair down for the ceremony. It's it's super expensive when you get to the reception and you're talking about per plate and liquor and all this stuff. So if you're going to be late to the ceremony, just pat, bring it all in for the reception and call it a day. But motherfuckers waiting outside or just not coming all together, that is so tacky to me. Showing up super fucking late, Karen. And then, Karen, you was late and looked the way that you looked. Mm. Mm. You too, Giselle. You mm. too, Robin. Yeah, I don't know whose grandma's uh Robin had on one of them dresses like your grandma wear to a retirement party. <laughs> like a <laughs> on nursing home couture. Yeah. She definitely had on a pastor's anniversary dress. Yeah, that's what it reminded me of like the women's day thing at church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> women's day celebration. Just look the fucking mess and Ashley and her husband staring at Monique and her husband was really weird. Like, Monique don't fuck with you, girl. Why is y'all staring at them folks? Her husband is very fucking creepy, very fucking sexual harassy, very fucking, you know, assault, assault charges. Like, everything that we've read about him since last season of Potomac, like... I believe all of it. He is so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. 
Case in point, so he's having a conversation with Juan, which Juan looked uncomfortable enough as it is, so you can tell that they don't really rock like that. But he's talking to Juan about Robin telling Michael to try to patch things up with uh, Ray. With Ray. And Juan is like, uh... but when Michael was like, yeah, I wanted to, what did he say? I wanted to touch his butt or something like that, but I was like, no, I was like, Wanted why to give him a little tap. That's, yeah. Why would you say that? What uh, does why that have you... to do with anything that you are discussing with Juan in regards to Ray? Why would you say that? Juan looking, little looking, looking like that Jiffy Walker Flocker. Like, okay. Listen, I understood one hundred and fifty-seven percent why Juan was looking uncomfortable. Because who the fuck does that? You creepy ass weirdo fucking white bastard. Mm-hmm. Mm. That shit was so fucking cringy. I was annoyed. Like I was I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed by Michael. I'm annoyed by his inability to not make comments like that. It, like I honestly don't feel like he and Ashley should be on the show. Cause like I don't know. It's just so fucking creepy. And I have, I feel like if these were comments he was making toward a woman, he, they would be pulled from the show. And so I have a problem with them not respecting like the safety and agency of men on the show. Like, and that's gay or straight because we know it's some gay and straight men work in production and everything else for the show. So the fact that you got this man that's walking around constantly talking about grabbing people's butts has been accused of grabbing someone butt that worked from the show works for the show, talking about sucking people dick on the show. Like it's weird to me. It's super fucking weird to me and it's uncomfortable. So I honestly can't imagine how some of the production feels around him. Especially after this these last few months and all of the shit that came out even though i believe the charges were dropped yeah but still like just because the charges were dropped don't mean you didn't do that shit exactly it looks like honestly it looks like they are they don't need they we are seeing the the beautiful bean footage being filmed in real time yeah. yeah i definitely feel like once all that shit comes out we're gonna be seeing somebody saying we're gonna see this scene again we're going to yep. see saying that weird ass shit about grabbing Ray's butt again. The right. next episode, whatever whatever was going on with Robin overheard him talking about he would suck somebody's dick. We're going to see that again later in this season when that shit dropped. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because so. it's what you said in the pregame, because I feel like, yeah, we know the charges will drop, but I feel like they'll be a production. They're like, look, y'all know what happened. And y'all know the charges will drop, but we're gonna put these, we're gonna we're gonna put the pieces in place and then you 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 decide what whatever you want to believe. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna see what the outcome is because I wouldn't I would not be surprised if this was his last season on the show. Sure, How be. that affects her, I don't know. And girl, it's super fucking cringy to see you trying to force a baby out of this man that Mm. Don't even know where your titties at. <laughs> you, you put the whipped cream on your titty, and he got it on your dress. <laughs> Dumb bitch, fumbling and fumbling around like y'all ain't never had sex. Before. Talking about talking about she want to reestablish a relationship with Monique and uh, Karen. 
here in Canada. Yeah, girl. For what? And, Mike, and, and Michael talking about he want to apologize to Ray. Them, they don't fuck with y'all. Yeah. And rightfully so. Leave them alone. That's what they want. That's what they truly want. They don't even want an apology from y'all. They, they want to be left alone. Right. And right. I don't blame them. And y'all are incapable. Because y'all mm-hmm. are so miserable in this fake-ass marriage. Yep. <laughs> this loveless, babyless marriage. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Monique trying to apologize to Giselle. Oh. Mm. Well, before that, so, um, or was it after? I don't know. They was drinking, baby. Okay. <laughs> they was taking it to the head at this wedding, at this reception. Yeah. Um, and it's a, it's kind of a fuck you to production because the way that they, they cut, the preview from last week for this episode made it seem like there was like this big blow up at the wedding and it wasn't and it wasn't like Giselle and Monique the conversation got a little much because Giselle was buzzed but I didn't think it was that bad like Giselle just was clear on I want to say this like I'm gonna let you get your little apology off I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you finish but you're gonna hear what I have to say which didn't make no fucking sense because imagine trying to defend a nigga that just fucking ghosted you again. Right. That's what I, I listen. Like, listen, I, this is how I know that Giselle, you are not as much of a bad bitch as you claim to be. You got all of the puzzle pieces to be a bad bitch, but somebody done knocked the fucking puzzle on the floor, bitch. Right. Because you are not a bad bitch. Right. You should have cut that shit off immediately, went to that wedding and been like, oh, I don't know, Sherman. You want right. to apologize to me for the shit that you did to me? Okay, cool. Let's move forward. But I don't want to hear about Sherman. Fuck a Sherman. Right. That's why I was, I was very fucking annoyed her doing all that goddamn grandstanding. Like, if you don't want to accept Monique's apology, that's fine. But doing, but the reason you're not accepting it, doing this fucking grandstanding over fucking Sherman, a nigga who fucking ghosted you for the 87th goddamn time, and then, you know, our <clears throat> resident journalist, Candace, dropping the tea of why you mad in the pregame. Like, just oh, oh, yeah. fuck you. I'm here to deliver that tea. Uh, I thought Sherman had been arrested recently, so I went digging, come to find out. The tea that Monique spilled was about Sherman being brought in as a person of interest in 1991 in connection with two men escaping prison in Virginia somewhere. Um, And he was only a person of interest because he had dealt with one of the escapees' sister at some point in time, so he was questioned. Um... That was all it was. Uh, no charges were ever brought about. He went on to play 13 seasons in the NBA after this. And that was the end. And imagine, Josiah, you doing all this fucking performing over old T that don't nobody give a fuck about no more. Girl, fuck you. Over a nigga that don't give a fuck about you. That part. He has literally embarrassed you, what, three to four times yeah. on this show? You are on TV being the fuck embarrassed. Mm-hmm. And then so Chris, uh, Monique's husband come over here like, look, you're not about to stress my pregnant wife out yeah. over this bullshit. You know, he give a fuck about that baby. Whether right. he give a fuck about his wife, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he care about them babies. Yep. So he just was swooped her away. But we did see later in the episode, Giselle was like, look, girl, I accept your apology. I just want to move on and be done with this. Which... You could have did that the first time. Well, that's not where I was going with it. I mean, it's Giselle. And we've been here before. 
like these like this cycle of monique apologizing and 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 going back and forth with giselle we did that all last season so i'm not gonna be surprised if even though giselle is saying she accepts the apology and let's move on that this is not gonna be the last time we see them beefing over some shit. Yeah. i want to believe giselle when you said in your confessional that you ain't got time to be arguing with the pregnant woman but your track record is is not very strong at all nope you got this a strong resume of being a goddamn bozo. A whole fool. Mm-hmm. In multiple ways. Mm. And that's why people got their foot on your neck. And you can't stand it. Like, imagine being so raggedy that you want to be able to shade your friend in peace. And mad that she holding you accountable for the shit that you say. Mm. Imagine. I'm being mad at accountability. Mm. Mm. Ooh, the Twitter, the, the Twitter just jumped out. Right? Mm. Mm. We need to check them accounts. Giselle might be behind one of them. <laughs> we, run the, we run the shit and y'all, y'all, yo, uh, your ISP is, is tracking to Potomac. Right. It's looking real it's real shaky. Real shaky, Giselle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they got yeah. super fucking drunk uh ashley throwing it back because like i said she miserable yeah right. and michael takes her outside and trying to get her to drink some water uh shout out to karen for that flawless ashley shade where she said if she tries to come for my family again i will sue her take her restaurant and give it to her mother yes yeah you did that karen you, you yes you had a fan in me with that one mrs huger Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Karen for standing her ground on not fucking with Giselle. Yeah, uh, Giselle, Ashley, or Robin. She listen. I stand for Karen wigs aside, uh, because there is no way Giselle thinks that she and Karen can ever be the friends that they were after she led the charge against her all last season yep like mm-hmm. literally from the first episode of last season she was gathering the girls to gang up on karen about her personal issues things that had absolutely nothing to do with them yep. so and kept going when robin and karen got into it about uh karen going to monique's event which she committed to first over Robin's scam powerment brunch. Giselle <laughs> led the charge on that. Yep. Um, then she brought she brought Robin with her to break up to make a scene at Karen's um Alzheimer's benefit dinner. Um, she did that. It's like she just was non-stop last season dragging Karen. So I just want to understand. What friendship could you possibly want with the woman that you claim is a liar and broke and don't have nothing, don't keep it real, is her husband don't want her, getting in touch with women that she claimed was trying to be with Ray? Like, she did so much last season. So, I like I said, I'm just really confused, but I am happy that Karen is not bending or breaking because when Giselle brought her drunk ass over to Karen, like, I want my friend back. I want my friend back, Karen. It's Giselle. 
<laughs> rubbing on her arm and shit. And Karen is like, girl, I'm just trying to Get have a good time. Me. She like, you do that. Now go on, shoe fly. Get on away from here. <laughs> shoe fly, don't shade me. Listen. She can't help but to shade her. But yeah, I agree with all of that, Candace and Jeremy. Um, Candace's mama. Oof. So she need, she need her Candace, Candace was introducing her brother to people. Yep. You know, she loved her brother. She's very happy and proud to have him in her life. Which shout out to her on that. And her mama was over there just seething. Just like, hating. I have never seen hatred just drip off of a person like that. She could not stand that that girl's brother had a moment of attention. Right. At all. But you, that, you got over it 28 years ago. Where? It's right. all over your fucking face, girl. I know that you have this weird relationship with Candace and you have convinced her of things that are not true, but let me tell you something, Dorothy. <laughs> all right. Come on, friend. Me on the other side of that motherfucking lens, I see you for what the fuck you are. You are a manipulative piece of shit. Mm. Mm-hmm. Your daughter does not deserve for you to treat her the way that you do. She did not deserve for you to be talking to her the way that you do over that boy, that man, sorry, excuse me. And I'm tired of you fucking lying in our faces about having gotten over that shit. Because just the mere mention of him and you turn into a raging bitch. To the point where you damn near ready to ruin your, your daughter's emotional and mental stability the day before and the day of her fucking wedding. Mm-hmm. You're talking about the sins of the father. Why are you putting the sins of the father on the daughter, on the child? Mm-hmm. Why is that Candace's burden to bear? Because right. you refuse to work on your shit. How the fuck are you any kind of mental health specialist and you don't you don't have any self-awareness? Or you mm-hmm. do have self-awareness, and again, you think the rest of us are stupid. Mm-hmm. Shady ass snake. That's what the fuck you are. Mm-hmm. Wow. And I'm glad that they was in that that man's face, propping him up, giving him hugs, showing him some love. Because I'm sure he's dealt with a lot of bullshit behind your ass over the years. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you're doing all that fucking clowning about him showing up when the fucking ex-husband is walking the girl down a goddamn aisle. With you. With you and your fucking husband. Mm-hmm. That's why you look like fucking baby bop now, bitch. <laughs> Ooh, I just she really aggravated me with that shit. Showed her ass the whole time to the point where they had to agree to disagree over the shit. You, are, you cannot accept responsibility of trying to put that shit on Candace when it's not her cross to bear. Or that bo- or that man's. And that and that's how I know that ex-husband don't don't give you the time of fucking day. Because you got plenty of smoke for him, but you can't deliver it. And you mm-hmm. mad about it. And guess what? Suffer. You evil ass bitch. Mm. I just imagine imagine seeing your daughter having the time of her life and you mad at the mere thought of her brother, her brother, blood brother being celebrated and everybody having a good time. I mean, she act like she missed Tina and Matthew just had a fresh baby. 
Like that man, <laughs> bro, that man is older than Candace. He had that baby before you married that man. I cannot stress that enough. You married him anyway. And you still mad about the son that he had before y'all got married, before y'all had kids together. You are the poster child of a dumbass bitch. Mm. A smart, successful, for all intent purposes from what it seems like, rich, imbecile, miserable. You got all of that shit going for you and you are still miserable because you holding on from shit from 30 fucking years ago. And making everybody else life miserable. You really got your ass on this fucking TV screen acting a whole ass. And I wholeheartedly believe, and I will reiterate what my good friend Candace said, you truly are on here trying to upstage your daughter. Mm-hmm. We don't care about you, Dorothy. Cut the check and go your ass the fuck home. Or don't cut the check. Leave them goddamn people alone. Leave all of us alone, to be quite honest. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're lucky yeah. you have a forgiving daughter. Because mm. it's a lot of motherfuckers that would have had you seen out, escorted out, acting the way that you be acting, talking crazy. Listen, I know a lot of motherfuckers that would have fought their mama for talking the way that you talk to Ashley. Ooh. I ain't want to go that far. I'm, I'm just saying, I know some people. I'm just saying, like, you you paying for this wedding don't give you license to be acting the way that you act. You having money, you letting them rent a house from you just so you can hold it over her fucking head. That's why I say you a manipulative ass bitch. You know exactly what you're doing. I don't like that shit. I don't like people that hold stuff that they do or have over people's head. That's some bullshit. And that's your fucking daughter. If not, who, bitch? Imagine guilting your child for doing for them, providing for them when you have more than enough means to do so. Mm. Just trash. That's fucked. And they ain't even they ain't even living off you. They paying rent. Exactly. You don't bring yeah. that in my house. Excuse me. I bring whatever I want in the motherfucking house where I pay rent, bitch. No me. Know how I carry on. Know how I get down. Know, know my boogie. Know my boogie, bitch. I'm gonna bring whatever I want in this motherfucking house. Bitch, I sell meth out this motherfucking house if I want to. <laughs> if I want to, I will, bitch. Mm. Oh, yeah, you just really got on here showing your ass. Seething, just being miserable. Like, I really hope you watch this back. I hope your friends be like, girl. Listen, I, I know you might really call your ass to the carpet and being like, now, nah, Dorothy, you said you was over that shit, but look at this behavior. I'm howling and having a conversation with a bitch now, Dorothy. <laughs> and the bitch, oh, they probably call her Dot. Now Dot. <laughs> <laughs> or Dee Dee. Yep. Mm, well, Candace, I would say you deserve better, but you already you kind of a bozo yourself. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but your wedding was beautiful, girl. That dress and that hair wasn't, but your wedding was beautiful. Yes. Yes. And fuck you that showed up late. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that was just tacky. Whether you fuck with, with Candace or not, that was just tacky. Especially for some shit that you know is going to be filmed. How you on camera being late? Just, ugh, just raggedy. But anyway, that was pretty much the whole episode. Um, 
in the preview, it looks like this shit with Michael is going to continue. Because as we said before, Robin is the one who's kind of spilling the tea, it seems, about overhearing Michael saying he would suck somebody's dick. And I just... Mm. Like Candace said in the pregame, I wish that y'all would stop planning our faces about that man being at best bisexual. Mm-hmm. He is way too open. He is way too flirtatious. He is way too fucking sloppy. Mm-hmm. Like this DL shit that he is trying to do and dragging you through the mud with him. Y'all look ridiculous. You would not be going through all of this if you were just honest. The man likes the company of other men, and you mm-hmm. are, and you want to be married to him and have a baby with him anyway. We don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And you damn sure not fooling the people of Potomac because you they know, and you looking stupid, trying to tell us a lie when we already know the truth. The man was on Grinder in the fucking UK. He was trying to get his motherfucking mouth stretched. Mm-hmm. He like ass. And not just yours. He like man butt. It's fine. Man butt. He old. And he craves the pleasure of man cunt. That's no one's like I yeah. I mean, like I said, I think he has been he is openly bisexual with Ashley, and she he and she are afraid to say something because um of the stigma attached to you know, being with a bisexual man, we've heard it before. There's no such thing as a bisexual man. He, he gay, yada, yada, yada. So I just mm. feel like full of shit. Yeah. Now's the time to stop playing in people's face because you're just making it worse. And it looked like y'all going to be going through it this whole season behind him. Yeah. Y'all could have just been honest and let that. Sh- I mean, he white. Nobody's going to be surprised. Because white men have a lot more agency in that kind of stuff than black men. We can be honest about that. Correct. Yep. He white and he old and he rich. Yep. But y'all work, I mean, well, you know what? I kind of understand it because of the shit I just laid out. He white, he old, and he rich. And you young, Mm -hmm. you're not even 30 or you just turned 30. That man is damn near his 60s. Mm-hmm. So you look like a beard that he paid for. So maybe that's why y'all doing all this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe he not bisexual. I don't know. Either way, y'all look fucking stupid. Y'all look ridiculous. Yeah. I was gonna say just don't be on the show if all that because clearly you don't need the money. He don't need the money for being on this show. But like again, he's so fucking sloppy that the shit be in the news. So <laughs> it ain't no point in him not being on the show. Listen. Imagine doing the shit that he's doing and agreeing to be on this show anyway. What a fucking idiot. Everybody on this show is goddamn dumb. <laughs> Y'all are the stupidest people I've ever seen. Robin, you stupid. I'm telling the whole world that you sleeping in the bed with a man that you're not married to no more. You, you giving him free access. I, Giselle, I don't even need to talk about Giselle being how stupid as she is. Monique stupid, Candace stupid. Like I just real stupid bitches of Potomac. Right. But I'm here for the mess. I will be on time. And with that being said, I think that wraps up this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Not as much 
I guess, jokes. Well, I mean, Candace did because she just going to do with that because that's just how she is. Yeah, before we go. <laughs> um, hey, single Joe Button. Oh, Joey. Joey, hello. Uh, I no longer uh, hide my problematic faveness. Uh, I do like the Joe Button podcast. Yes, you have never been I, I know. I know. I know. But I'm ready to openly admit it, not like kind of ease it out. <laughs> I'm a fan of the podcast and while I was listening today uh, he mentioned that Erica Mena and Safari had broken up and that's all I have to say about that and doing all that posturing turning down the opportunity to capitalize in a big way on your big dick off you to yeah. Ruin your friendship with Joe Budden and uh, the rest of the motherfuckers, insulin dollars, and, and all of them move to Atlanta allegedly, trying to be with this bitch, do all that posturing, propose after being in a relationship for seven minutes, and now y'all done broke up. Mm. Correct. And y'all didn't even have the good sense to be on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta this season and get a check. I'm telling you. Fumbling your own bag, like some fucking bozos. Well, correct. Bag is strong. Maybe like three sack <laughs> from sack and save. Yeah, the bag that he fumbled was the sex toy bag. Yeah, that was a, a million guaranteed dollars. And if you were smart, you would have negotiated something on the back end as well. Mm-hmm. You would have guaranteed. You would have. You would have proposed the whole collection. Not just of a a thing, a dildo shaped like your penis, but like sex toys, period. Vibrators that you help design and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck you, idiot. I just wanted us to get a good little laugh at that before we get up out of here and let you know. Some bitches, some men, niggas and bitches are not worth posturing for. Nope. Most of them are not, to be honest. And even if they are, you still look goofy. So I advise against it. Zero out of ten. Would not recommend. That's definite. A definite thumbs down. Rotten tomato. Mm. Speaking of tomatoes, give us five tomatoes or stars, as they are more commonly known on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Leave us some ratings and reviews. We like that from y'all. Um, mm-hmm. We have a new shirt design in the works. So we really want y'all to go over to flawlessnoises.com slash store, get you some merch. Uh, we have some new merch that just came out. We have a network tote that Candace put together. We mm-hmm. have also newlywed shirts. We have my mm-hmm. world shirts now. So mm-hmm. we are growing all of that stuff and it's homegrown. I don't know if y'all realize it, but we don't go through spring or anything like that. When you order a shirt, Candace actually makes it yep. and ships it. So buying a shirt puts money directly in our pocket to help us. Candace and I run Flawless Noises Media Network. You don't want a shirt? You don't like shirts? Okay, fine. Guess what? There's another way you can support us. We have a Patreon with exclusive content. You can do $2 and just give us a little... A little chunk of change. Everything is appreciated. You can go $5 and get bonus audio shows from all of the 
hosts on the network. $10 will get you Candace and I's weekly wind down, which is basically a current events show and video content. We have video content rolling out this coming week, I believe. Uh, something yeah. special where you can get to know our hosts. We have a new series with that starting. And I believe Candace and Mike from Not So Newlywed are going to be the first ones. Yes. Get behind the scenes to know some of your favorite hosts and Twitter pieces of shit. But we'll all be doing a video for that. So look, y'all, we just we we come to Ratchet Ramblings for the free, giving y'all laugh ninety nine. All we asking for, you know, we've been doing this for what almost two years. We're coming up on a hundred episodes in a few weeks or a few months, rather, a couple months, yeah. maybe. What is this episode 90? So yeah, about three months. We'll be giving y'all 100 episodes. We're gonna have another compilation episode. Like we work and we're just asking for a little support. Help us launch. You know, this is an independent yeah. podcast network, yeah. black owned, black green, yeah. you know, by a woman and a gay nigga. Like, yeah. come on, support yeah. your support your fellow minorities. All right, look. We got to work twice as hard. Y'all know that. And we do. So all we asking for, a little bit of support. Mommy. Whether it's free yeah. or whether it's paid. Just, you know, we like the support. But we're yes. going to get out of here. I'll throw it to my illustrious co-host if y'all have any last parting thoughts. Uh, No. See y'all niggas next week. Peace out. Oh, and we do have the in-game review coming this coming week. So be on the lookout for that on the floor. And the final and the final thrones review. Yes. And the final thrones review will have my very good friend Nikki on there. She's excited to come on. We think it's probably gonna be mostly us cussing because it just feels like Jeremy knows because he's seen the leaks, but he has been a very good friend and not sharing that with us. But we anticipate bullshit either way, and we're gonna be ready. So check us out. We're doing a lot of shit over here, Flawless Noises. Uh, and if y'all have some stuff, we we throw support too. So don't feel like we just asking for shit blindly. Like we we plug y'all's podcast. Candace is a little better than I am because I don't see everything because I just have so much shit going on. But look, we all about yeah. equal opportunity. We can all win. We don't need to step on each other's toes and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to get off my soapbox, yeah. y'all. I'm going to say goodbye. We'll see y'all next week. Mm. I listened back to that and I was like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like I don't even know how my mind went today. We we're not gonna question genius. That's what I'm trying to say. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. Why do you remind me of Ryan? <laughs> Ryan, it's gonna be what it's gonna be. <laughs> Some real Midwest shit. Right. <laughs> Which shout out to them. They all look good. Yes, they do. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this new season. Yeah, I want to see what kind of mess they fabricate this this season. Since yeah. Vegas gonna be in 
officially in charge of the shop now. Mm-hmm. I want to see if Lily gonna be on the show because I saw like a flyer or something that uh, Ryan put up talking about Nine Mag, and I didn't see Lily face on there. Mm. Mm. But remember, she was uh, doing all that performing, talking about she didn't want to go back and work in that shop after they clocked her ass for saying nigga. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious. I think who? Kobe. Kobe. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you don't stay your musty ass and fucking you. What are you doing? Why do you keep bouncing back and forth, girl? Stay and get your fucking money. Right. Why do you keep coming back to this show? These people don't even like you. Right. Like you girl, can stay you where you at. Like, have you on here looking the fuck stupid. Right. Like, girl, stay where you at where they uh, apparently like you or get your money. Where you coming back to this shit? love is. Right. And the money. Because this this Black Ink Crew uh, check can't be that good. Can't be. Goddamn Boza. Mm-hmm. Imagine coming back to deal with these niggas. For what? Right. <sighs> Hopefully this is gonna be another season that's light on Danielle, cause I'm good love. And uh, what's that other bitch name, Charmaine? Charmaine. Uh, I I doubt it's gonna be light on Charmaine. Again, with the with the dynamics of the shop changing, Van being in charge officially, which is gonna be a mess, cause it's like, didn't you start off to, when y'all was doing the loyalty ink shit in charge? Mm-hmm. And didn't want it, and then you was glad to give it up when Don tried to step up, and he was in charge for a day and a half before right. Ryan came and shut that shit down. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's gonna be some mess because I feel like Charmaine is immediately gonna fall back into that same thing that she always do. If she can't do what she wants, she gonna say what she need to say to get Van turned up and then get what she want anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, or get beat up. Yeah, I do. Miss- she owe she owe Lily at least one more ass whooping though. If she, she sure do, yeah, she do. If we're gonna be honest about it, who really owe Lily an ass whooping is Danielle, but she she can't deliver, so it's yeah. better to stay in the pond that bathes you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna do nothing to get your ass beat again. <laughs> Pretty much. And I'm I'm not interested in her uh her and her uh fiance, husband, whatever that I don't care about none of that. Yeah, me. She's not likable at all, so mm-hmm. and I wanna see what Ryan got going on. Well, I'm on his page and the new nine mag artists look like they is about fucking business. Yeah. And I don't see the drunk bitch. That, that was supposed to be the assistant. What I saw a couple days yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. Because I, I was looking. I was like, oh, where's Lily? I was like, oh, I don't see Lily at all. Oh. No, I don't see Lily. Which, I mean, we shouldn't be surprised because I don't see Lily giving up the TV spot to go work in the other in the sister shop that's not gonna be on on the season. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's not going to be, but I don't. I wouldn't. I don't. I don't anticipate a, seeing a lot of that other shop that yeah, Ryan. Yeah. I yeah. I Seems feel like, like 
basically wants to keep anybody that is <laughs> associated with the old nine mag out of that shop. Mm-hmm. That's why he's like, four, I'm gonna give y'all y'all own shop. Official. Four got a four got a new video out called Fiji. And shout out to him for having a plus size girl and then a, a regular thick girl in the video pouring Fiji water on them for whatever reason. Wasting all that money. Right. That I know you probably barely can afford. Well, I'm pretty sure they got all them empty bottles and just kept filling them yep. back up with regular water. Mm-hmm. I was just about to say, they went and got some Fiji water bottles. <laughs> I got a water hose and filled them bitches up with regular ass side of the house water. Yep. But I don't think Ford discriminates. I feel like he's an equal opportunity lover. As yeah. long as they eating his ass. Mm-hmm. As long as they on their Guccellina. Yep. As long as bitches eat his ass. And I'm bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I too. <laughs> I'm bitches. I'm nigga. Bitches. I'm, I, I am every woman. <laughs> 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 Whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's go. I'm sick of you, Curtis. <laughs> and I ain't no bet. I ain't no better. So I'm sick of me too. I'm sick of I'm, I'm I'm sick of us. <laughs> the dynamic duo, no us. 